Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to Coaching with JBK. Welcome, welcome. It's yours truly JBK with a special segment based on the contracts, the contracts in women's football on maternity pay and how that affects the women's game going forward. Something that you definitely do not want to miss out. This is a segment that I've been looking forward to talking about and not just because it's within the women's game, but just so that we start to see the rise in equality, not just on the field, but definitely off it as well. Hopefully this one will be a special segment that you guys will enjoy. So we're talking about in the FA, they have now agreed agreed to put two new stipulations in a women's contract. And I could not be more happier. So let's get to it. So as of the 28th of January 2022, we are talking about professional female footballers who live in England are about to benefit from maternity and long-term sickness cover in a landmark change to their contracts. Now, this is amazing. And the reason for this is there could be certain injuries that happen to, to women that we are not adverse to. So we're talking about ACL injuries. We're talking about neck injuries. We're talking about things that keep a player out for more than a season possibly longer than longer than the season not too long ago a player from liverpool who was involved in a car accident was seen having a neck brace on or a neck structure on along with knee braces which means that she's slowly coming back from from those those injuries and hoping to replay them um, to play again but in a contract she would have had to have found, in a non-contract clause, she would have had to have found all of that money to try and help out. She would have had to start a GoFundMe page, anything that would help just to try and make sure that she she can play again. She can get the, the treatment that she deserves and she can play again. On top of this, if we're talking about ACL injuries and we're talking about surgery, that doesn't that's not a short, short um, injury. So within the new contract, and as stated, within the new contract, maternity pay, you will receive up to 14 weeks of your normal basic pay. Whatever you receive from your club, that's what you'll receive as a player. After that, it will go back to basic play, um, the basic pay, which is the statutory pay um, for all players going forward. And that's on that side. With the long-term sickness, 
it runs for 18 months on the pay that you receive from your club. It used to be that you needed to be with the club for pretty much half a year for at least six months before you gain your statutory sick pay. Now, there is no clause. There is no clause whatsoever, and that's a good thing. And why is it a good thing? Because it means we are not focused on the wrong thing here. We're not focused on, oh, well, she hasn't been at the club for six months, or she got an injury within her first game of the, um, of the season. No, it means that you're going to support her financially so that there is an insurance pay. And this shows within the men's, um, the men's side as well. If you have a long term, uh, if you have an injury, regardless of when it happens, you will get paid for what you what you owed, essentially, for what the contract um, says. So if you're being paid a hundred grand a week, guess what? You're getting a hundred grand a week, and that's in the men's game. Now this is goes back to what the women's what the women's get. Imagine you being paid a thousand a week, and then all of a sudden you're no longer playing. And that's in the first week, um, first game of the season. So you've only been there for about six weeks. Not six months, six weeks. So now all of a sudden you're now having to source a way of living for the next six months before you can even, before you can even manage to say, oh, I might be on the mend to play the game. That's what, that's what the women were facing for such a long time. And now... There might be a bit of it. There will be a change. There will be. It's not might. There will be. And that's something that we really need to see. The equal contracted pays. The equal contracts that you that we have all said, you know what, if we're doing the same job, why are we not getting the same pay? Make sure that that's, that's something that's, that's look, uh, looking good on the club. And not only that, but you're also saying, you know what, if I'm at Manchester United, Elatoon will look just as um, it will agree on. It will look very good on Elatoon's contract the way it does on Cristiano Ronaldo's contracts. Where yes, there might be sponsorships between the two of them, but guess what? On the main contract itself, you're both getting the same amount. That's what you're looking at. Sponsorships out the out the question. Not a question about that. When we're talking about all the other stuff that comes around, whether a person can market themselves right, don't worry about that. I'm talking about the contract itself. And the contract should state, guess what? Elatoon's receiving the same amount of pay as Cristiano Ronaldo. Probably an oversight in terms of who I'm going to, who are put in the same category there. But I'm hoping that everybody understands where I'm going with that. I'm hoping everybody understands. If somebody's receiving 250 grand, maybe the same can be done on the other side or just weigh it out. Just make it short and just balance it out just to say, okay, it might not be 250 grand. It might not even be 500 grand. Just go with the fact that, okay, well, you're both playing the same amount of games or not even the same amount of games. You're both playing, yeah, you're both playing the same amount of games throughout the season You've also got the same amount of um, matches to to travel to. At the moment, that's not, not, not the case. Hopefully it gets to that. But you're also playing for the same club. So at some point, that needs to, that needs to show up on the same side. 
is you're both playing for the same club. You may not be playing the same amount of games at the moment. We're working towards that. You may not have um, had the same injuries as each other. We're working towards that. We're working to make sure that you don't have the same injuries, that you you have all the, the, the help as much as you can throughout the rest of your career. And that's it. That is literally it. Just making sure that there's a basic pay between both men and women of equal pay. Lewis being one of the clubs that have done this, and possibly the, f- the first, Norway being the first national team to, to do it. And now you're starting to see that both men's and women's football are being taken seriously. After the ban in this country for so long in England, and now all of a sudden we're getting a lot of players coming through. We're now starting to see what it really means to to give people rights and opportunities of equal value. So let it be known about this contract that it's really going to give a lot of people the direction that it needs. And hopefully it means that we're going to have more females playing football in the future, that they're all going to be fighting for a contract, that they all want to be within football, that we may get more teams coming through. And that we'll also have a bigger league. That we also have the main steps within um, within football. Tiers 1 to 3. Not being just, okay, well you go from WSL, which is professional, to championship, which is semi-professional. Essentially, professional to semi-professional. And then you go down and it starts to become um, semi-professional to amateur. Whereas within the men's side, it is professional all the way until you get to the National League. National League down is probably semi-professional and then you get to amateur after maybe two or three steps, um, probably four or five steps after that. But you can see the direction that it needs to get to from the men's side that the women really want to get to. Yes, that might be a massive leap, but let's see what happens when you actually put the, the money into into the right hands and see what they are willing to do to make make it work. Not just that the not just the not just the players, but also the clubs the clubs themselves. And now to throw over to my guest and fellow co-host SSLJA. What is up, JBK? And thank you for having me on this edition of Coaching with JBK. It's one of them ones, man. Guesting, guesting on. I'm proud. I'm proud to be doing it. And you know what? Yeah, I'm. I am actually proud to be talking about this point, especially. Because the maternity cover for women, for female players, the FA and the PFA agreeing three significant policy changes to contracts in the women's game related to maternity provision, injury and illness and termination of long-term injury. I mean, Sunderland Central MP Julie Elliott saying it's a massive step forward for the status of women's footballers. Yes, it's massive. Oh my God, it is absolutely massive. I mean, players in the English women's game being guaranteed maternity cover, just that alone is massive. Because I look at it like this, no no woman should ever have to choose between being a mother and her career, whether it be football, whether it be like in just regular life, you shouldn't ever have to make that choice. It's a very unfair choice to have to have to make. Because 
you look at us as men, we don't have to make that choice. And there's the old thing, all right, yeah, men rule the world. But men shouldn't be dictating to women that they should have to make that choice and they shouldn't be forced to because it's not fair. Because without women being able to have kids, well, we as men can't have kids, can we? So <laughs> if, you, if you force all the women in the world, it's like, well, where are these, where are these kids coming from then? It's like, who will, it's like men are not as nurturing on a general basis as women. So who's going to nurture the young boys and girls coming up? The sons, the daughters, the nieces, the nephews, the grandkids. Who's going to nurture? So it's one of them where it's like, there's so much, there's so much to that. And these, and I mean, these changes are just tremendous. And I mean, I'm not just saying it because, I'm not just saying it because I've got daughters and I'd love to, I'd love for them to get in the game. And if they get in the game, I want them to, to have the same opportunities that the male side have. It's not even just that. As I said, no woman should have to choose between having a career in something that they love and having a baby and starting a family. You should be able to do both. You really should. And it's one of them ones, you got, I mean, you've got certain entities, you've got certain um, like retail entities who make it hard to do both. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? So football, if, it, if football's so diverse and so inclusive, then number one, it shouldn't have taken this long to come to that decision. But number two, it shouldn't even be a decision to be made. I mean, there's, I mean, there is, yeah, there is still a long way to go in terms of equality between the two games, as um, as I've talked about before with the FA Cup stuff and the prize money. But the fact of the matter is, it is a massive, massive step forward in terms of leveling the playing field and making sure that maternity rights are not just there, but they are actually being upheld. They are being put on a pedestal. And it is one of them ones where it's like long-term sickness cover as well. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it only covers the Women's Super League in the Championship. Okay, fair play, but it's a start. And that can be later on expanded into more leagues as the money in the game grows. I mean, sadly, it always does come back to money, but it's a growing game. So, of course, there's a lot of work that's been done, a lot more that needs to be done. But it is one of those, you do, I mean, I mean as, it, as has been said, you do have to pay tribute to those who have paved the way and those who have fought and kicked and scratched and bit and tried to try to make this happen as well so i mean if you're ill if you're ill long term yeah cool it's one of them was like as a responsible company because remember football clubs are businesses so they should run just like just like i said with the um just like i said with the furlough scheme where was it Tottenham, Arsenal, Liverpool, a couple of other sides were trying to get some of that money. It's like, yeah, it's a legitimate business entitlement. So if you are running your club like a business, you should be held to the same standard as other businesses and women should get maternity leave because that is a legitimate business entitlement. 
So it's one of them where it's like, this should have been done a long time ago, but at least it's being done now. And it's got to be one of them ones where it's got to be put in place for any woman who wants to play football, especially at a professional level. So if you want, if you want the best game you can possibly have, you have to include everybody and do it right. And it's one of those, I mean, apparently it's going to be a standardized contract. And it's like, okay, cool. So everybody's got to get those same benefits and be treated in the same way. Because at the end of the day, that's equality. That's what makes, that's what makes everything equitable. Not just fair, but equitable. So yeah, I'm, I'm very glad this has happened. Very, very glad. I'm glad also as well. I'm glad because at the end of the day, it offers security. The long-term injury, the long-term injury bit, and also the maternity bit as well, both of them together, it's one of them where it's like, it offers security. So you ain't gotta be worried as a woman, oh, am I gonna lose my job if I, if I go off and have a baby for nine months? Or a year, all told. So if I, if I go and have a baby and look after my baby, am I gonna get booted? If I have a long-term sickness or a long-term injury, am I gonna get booted? And most of the time it's getting booted because of money. It's like, am I gonna get booted because my club that can't afford it? It's like, no, 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 no. There needs to be stuff put in place so the businesses are sustainable enough to be able to afford it. And give the employees, because as I said on my vlog about um, Mo Salah and the contract negotiations, footballers are employees. They're on the payroll. <laughs> they are on the payroll, so you got to sign contracts, you're on the payroll. So it's got to go both ways. It can't just go one way and be all unfair. Really can't. But yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that this standardised contract looks like it's coming in to give that cover for long-term sickness and also maternity cover as well. It's great stuff. So what did you think of this one? This one is all about the maternity pay and how it affects going forward women's right to receive pay beyond their time playing away from football and just taking time out to build a family, essentially, build a family. Do you think it's right? Do you think there should be more being put into the contract? Do you think this is just a stepping stone into equality? Or should, there, should this have been in the, in the game from a long time ago? Find us on YouTube, Spotify, Podomatic, Verbal and all other outlets and hopefully you'll get the chance to hear exactly not just my opinion but the opinions of others and maybe interact whilst you can. By all means, have your say but make sure we keep it pitch talk. Yours truly is about to go. I'm out. Peace. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.